Melissa Caprio is an author, photographer, and creator of Postcards to the Universe. We are so lucky to have her on the show today. She is going to talk all about how she got into Postcards from the Universe by following little threads that her intuition gave her and how doing that her whole life led her to photographing children with special needs with dolphins during therapy, receiving a fine art degree from Florida University, and being asked to study with John Sarkowski, director of photography at New York's MoMA, and so much more. She is so talented, and I am so excited for you to hear our conversation. Melissa Caprio, thank you so much for talking to me today. I really enjoyed being on your show, and I can't wait to kind of dive into what you're doing with your photography and your postcards to the universe and to kind of get into your why because that's really interesting to me. So thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I was excited and I love doing our show together. So thank you for being my guest. But yeah, I'm very excited to talk with you today. Thanks. So I read your bio. Obviously, we just read it to everybody listening and there's so much amazing stuff in there. Like you know, photographing children with dolphins who have disabilities and working with, um, tell me if I get this right, one of the photographers who worked at MoMA was like a... Yeah, John Sharkowski. He was, um, he actually got photography to be fine art photography and he was in charge of photography at Museum of Modern Art in New York, MoMA. And when I was in school... Um, we were handpicked certain students to be in his class. So it was really, yeah, it was definitely uh, an amazing honor because he put photography on the map as a fine art. That's incredible. One of my best friends is a photographer. Um, and so I've gotten to see kind of behind the scenes of that world for the last year. And it's, it's really, really amazing. And the biggest thing that we're going to talk about today, obviously, is postcards to the universe. Yeah. And specifically, really your why on that because I was reading that you really feel it's important for people to look within and and, um, and you're helping them express what they find in there right yeah um, yeah the way it started was as a photographer I it was always attracted to people's handwritings um, I loved to photograph old letters and, and um, I, I, I loved mail mail you know, like I still, I think it's a lost art. So I was always attracted to handwriting and, and, um, I found out about what the law of attraction was. Like I took a course and I found out about how we're all energy and like attracts like, and, you know, we manifest certain things in our lives and, you know, um, the good and the bad. I'm like, okay, well let's do it consciously. I want to do it consciously. Cause you know, some bad things of course have happened like everybody, so I was like, I want to do something consciously and I wanted to incorporate photography. So one evening, um, it was about one o'clock in the morning and I was half asleep. You know, when you're like half asleep and, but you're still kind of conscious about what's your awareness around you in the room, but you're not like fully conscious. I heard really, really loudly. And I know you'll appreciate this because, because of how, you know, psychically attuned you are. I heard really loudly postcards to the universe. I heard it. And I felt that it was really important. So I got up and I went on GoDaddy and it was available. So I bought the domain and I didn't know what I was going to do with it, but I just felt like, okay, I just got a message. 
so this is important. Take it. And then it took me about a year to figure out how I wanted to do the photography. And I thought, okay, you know, people writing what they want to manifest, creating a postcard, like do I do workshops and teach people how to create a manifesting postcard. And then I photograph them. And when their story comes true, you know, we share it in a book and I see it as a series of books. I think I, sh- I shared that with you before. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me more about this. So it came as an intuitive flash. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, your, your higher self was speaking it into the room so that you could hear about it. Yeah. I, I, was, in bed. I was in bed and I was in that almost falling asleep and, you know, like, like it jerked me up. I heard it like very loudly in my head and I just sat up. I got on my computer and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it was available. Mm-hmm. I love how everybody goes to the domain name first these days <laughs> like when they have an idea. I do the same thing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really cool. So it started there. You had the idea. What was the first step in making that a reality? Um, well, the first step was what? Okay, I got this. Now, what am I going to do with it? And it sat for a year. So you know, things don't always happen like right away. And it's that for a good year. And then I had become friends with this woman. I go to these monthly meetings. They're called WOVA, Women of Vision and Action. And every every month, she always has a great new guest speaker. And she was teaching a course. This woman was teaching a course, like an in-depth course on the law of attraction. So I'm like, okay, I got to take this course, you know, because I really want to understand more about this. And when I took this course with Mary, I had met another person in her in her class who was also taking it, who was a web designer. So she really helped me to take it down and try to figure out, okay, how are we going to present this to the world? How am I going to approach this? So, and no coincidences, of course, right? I had to take this course. And then I met this woman, Darnella, who was so amazing. And her and her husband, that's what they did. She was a ghostwriter and a web designer. So she totally helped me create my website. And then from there, it just slowly started to build to where I'm at now, which is I'm doing, you know, I have my radio show, which is Postcards for the Universe with Melissa. It's on 1-2 Radio on Wednesdays at 4 um, Eastern Time. I do workshops. Um, I'm always collecting postcards, and, I'm, and I've done a webinar, and I'm going to do another webinar in um, October with a big group. Um, this woman who does Airbone, Airbone it's a... It's a face cream, it's all organic, and makeup, and she really likes it, so she's going to have, a, we're going to do a webinar, a manifesting webinar in October, so it's growing. Yeah, so tell me about the workshops, what are they like? Well, I'm having one on August 5th, yeah, August 5th is a Saturday here at my studio, I live in an artist studio, so I have the space for it, and it's called Manifesting Your Masterpiece, and it's three hours. So what I do is I have a bunch of writing exercises for people to kind of clear some stuff out of the way about what it is they want to manifest. We do um, a meditation that sort of brings you into the space. And I have all the arts, um, the art, the crafts and stuff for people to make a manifesting postcard. So then we'll sit around. I'll guide them on exactly how to create one. And we just play and we just have fun. So yeah, they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. I, I like... People get really into it because they 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 get to be sort of like a kid again. It's like they're, it's play, you know, and I just tell them, have fun with it, play with it. Don't think too much about it. Let your intuition speak to you. And, 
you know, people will get all nervous about, oh, I'm not an artist or I'm not creative. And believe me, that, 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 that you don't need to be. You just need to be present and, and tap into it. And what I love is, is that I make it so it's fun so that people put that energy into the postcard, you know, because that's really what's attracting what you want. It's who you are. It's not, you know, just the just what's on the paper. You know, you, you you're infusing that with your energy, and the universe hears that and goes, "Got it, got it. It's on its way to you." Now, our job after that, <laughs> you know, is to release, let it go, and have faith that it's coming. Because I also believe in divine timing too. You know, there's certain things that you have to be ready for. You may ask for something and you're not ready for it. Hmm. Yeah. So tell me more about what it is we need to release before we start doing something like that. Cause that's interesting. Um, well, I think we need to, it, it's a contradiction. We need to release our attachment to it because what happens is, is let's say, you know, hmm, I want a certain job. I'm just going to use this for example. I want a certain job. And all you do is like, say so you create a postcard about it and you put it down and all you do is worry about it, think about it, think, how is it going to come? Um, what if this doesn't happen? What if this doesn't happen? So what's happening is, is you're putting the wall of resistance up because you're attached to the outcome. So getting people to understand, okay, have faith that it's going to come. The universe heard you. Your order is in. <laughs> it's in the cosmic oven. It's being cooked. And then, and then walk away from it, you know? And sometimes the universe brings you something better than you could have imagined. So it doesn't really need your hows and whys and whens. It, it knows what to do. And I, you know, and, and I'm bad at that too. Sometimes I have to remind myself, what are you doing? You know, have faith, it's coming. What you want is coming. Cool. Yeah. So I think that clarifies your, your question. Yeah. Okay. So I know you collect people's postcards so some examples of like what people have manifested using oh sure actually I have some on my table I'll show you one my friend Terry Dad, I love her and now she's not an artist but she is an artist she's a secret artist so this is one side of her card and then this is the other she's manifesting a trip so it's just so beautiful now she has sent me like four or five cards so she manifested a relationship the relationship that she wanted she manifested a new job. So that's why she keeps sending me cards because she knows they work. So now she wants to go to, where is it, Iceland? Greenland, one of those places where you see the aurora borealis and stuff. So she, I said, you know you're going. She manifested a trip to Spain. So she's just one example of a super manifester. I have another friend um, who manifested, um, she, was, um, she had an illness. Um, chronic illness, and she manifested being in remission. So she did a whole part about that. A lot of people about relationships. I get a lot about relationships. So, so those are just some of the stories. Cool. Yeah. How do you feel when you get a postcard in the mail? Oh you don't even know. I'm like a kid in a candy store. I get so excited <laughs> because, like I said, I love snail mail, and I love some people have the most beautiful handwriting, like Terry's that I just showed you. Her handwriting is just gorgeous. I, I have terrible handwriting. And I don't know if it's because I'm a lefty or what. Like, I, I, I didn't learn correctly or something. So when I see somebody's beautiful handwriting and I read what they wrote, and 
And I just think, oh, wow, like, God, I, I, I can't wait for this to come true for them, you know, because I always know that it will, you know. And everyone, when it does, they contact me. And I always tell people, listen, I want you to be part of the story. So when it comes true, contact me. We'll do an interview. We'll, I'll put you in my book. We'll do a blog, you know, whatever, so that we can really share about how this is working for you. That's people awesome. People love to share when it comes true because they can't believe it. <laughs> Yeah. You know, we're like, no way. I said, yeah, I told you it works. <laughs> That's cool. So you're located in Florida and you've been doing most of your workshops there, but you said you had a webinar and you're doing another one. So is yeah. this open to everybody? Yeah, it is open to everybody. I don't have um, the webinar I'm doing with that group in October isn't. I haven't planned um, another webinar yet like I don't have a date but I will post a date of, of somebody that wants to do a webinar as far as the actual physical workshop that's open to everybody and it's on my website manifesting your masterpiece so if you're local and you're in South Florida you know all you have to do is register yeah cool yeah so one of the things I really love about what you're doing is it's combining so many different aspects of you right like you've been a photographer and you find you know a lot of people could say if they got that idea like all right well I'll have a workshop and I'll you know help people through this process of creating their postcards but you took it a step further and decided to photograph them and put them in a book with the story yeah was that like did you download the entire idea all at once or in that year of incubation, did you get the idea for the book? Yeah, I would say that I got it in the year of incubation. Like I didn't download it. I just knew that, uh, like I said, I, I was always fascinated with photographing letters. And, and then I just read, learned a little bit about the law of attraction. And so it, when it came to me, I really didn't know exactly what I was going to do at all with it. But um, in that year, and that's when I met, um, I took the course and I met the other woman and, and, you know, storyboarding with her and figuring out, okay, what's this going to look like? And her asking me questions that helped me get real clear, you know, on what I wanted it to look like. And it's still evolving. Mm -hmm. You know, now I have some different ideas of things that I want to do and, you know, for, for for different books, I just got to get the first book. (laughs) I got to get the first book published and then we'll go from there. Yeah. But I have some different ideas. That's cool. Yeah. Do you know what you're going to do for the book? Are you going to go for um, a big publisher or are you going to do it yourself? Um, I'm going to try. I, I have my book um, book proposal written. So the book proposal is finished. I'm going to try to go traditional publishing route. Um, if that doesn't manifest and I have to do it self-published, then that's what I'll do. Yeah. Have you made a postcard? <laughs> I have, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I have made a postcard. Mm-hmm. Cool. So what was it like to make the book proposal? Well, this was really cool. So the book proposal, I took a course um, with, um, she's a Hay House author. Her name is Jennifer Grace. And I know her personally. She lives in Fort Lauderdale. And she was a friend of my cousin's. And our paths have crossed many times. And she's all about manifestation. And she, so she wrote a book. And it was published by Hay House. And she was doing a, a book proposal course, teaching us, teaching people how to do book proposals. So I took her class 
and I had met some other wonderful women, um, and we've become really good friends. The class now was about two years ago, maybe even longer. And um, we still meet once a month virtually, about seven or eight of us from the book club, and we support each other. And that's how I got the radio show through one of the women in that in that class who um, has a show on One Two Radio. So, and then another of the girls got a show on One Two Radio, and I'm like, well, God, I want to do it too. You know, let me, I can do this. So that's how it started. So. Having a book proposal course was really helpful. It really helped me narrow down what the book's going to look like, um, the chapters. Um, who you know you have to compare. Well, you know you're a public. You publish books. You know you have to do a comparison. So I compared it to um, Chicken Soup for the Soul, but it looks like the Griffin and Sabine series. I don't know if you're familiar with the Griffin and Sabine series. Mm-mm. Yeah, they're amazing. Actually, I have them over my head. I'll, I'll push my thing up. See those three books on the top shelf? Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're um, books from an artist, a graphic artist and writer, and it's a correspondence between two people. And he did all of the writings and all of the art in it. And it, it has removable pieces. So I, I felt like it was like, you know, chicken soup for the soul on the one hand where everybody's story is different and you get to be inspired by their individual story and then their postcard. And I'd like that maybe in the last chapter have a postcard, physical postcard you could pull out. So I have a lot of ideas about how, what I want to do with it. And that was all due to the book proposal course. It made me really focused. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I've heard that, that I've never done a book proposal and I've heard that it's just such a long process and it like really helps you write the book because you have to figure everything out. Yes, it really does. I mean, once I, I, I get enough and I'm just shop, I'm shopping for because apparently you need an agent to get a publisher. There are some publishing companies that will look at you without an agent, but so just trying to get the agent first to get me to get to the publisher and then um, is giving me the time to collect the postcards and the stories. Mm-hmm. But I have an idea if I don't have all the stories. So I have a backup. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. The secret? No, not really. It's, it's, it's kind of like people are so creative in how they're making them. They're just so interesting on their own. It's sort of like, do you, do you know Frank Warren's Post Secret? you know that series at all? Have you heard of that? Mm-hmm. It's very similar to that, except it's Postcards to the Universe. So truthfully, I could create a book. I have enough material to do a book with just the images and photographs of the postcard. So and we they, should t- say what Post Secret is because it's pretty cool. Yeah, so Post Secret, Frank Warren started this Post Secret and people... Um, I think it's on Sundays is his blog. He allows people to make confessions um, they can, you know, anonymously about anything and everything. And he's created some books and I think he even has a play now. Oh yeah. So, um, he's somebody that I would like to, I have him up on my vision board. He's somebody that I, I, I would like to contact because I could see, you know, some kind of a collaboration, maybe at some point he's, he's on there. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. I used to read that blog a long time ago. I'm glad he's still coming out with it. And I, mm-hmm. I was around when he first published his book, and it was, like, really exciting. Um, yeah, and they're so... never know where this stuff is going to go. Right? They're so interesting. So I figured, you know what? 
some of these postcards that I've had, and I have like a huge basket full, um, you know, tons. And, and I'm just thinking just those alone are just really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So one thing I really love about your story is that you got this idea from this shouting in your room while you were falling asleep mm-hmm. and you've seen it through, but more juice has come along the way in very indirect ways. Like you said, you got your radio show by meeting someone from actually by keeping up with people from the um, book proposal class. So you've expanded, but the effort has been multiplied, right? It's like you didn't go after the radio show and the book proposal class and a group of women to help you further the book idea. Like all of that came by you following this one idea and going to that one class. So, um, yeah, I really think that that's like how we're living now. If we're, if we allow ourselves to write that like intuitive living, Mm-hmm. Um, getting those multi-dimensional results. So are you naturally like this in following your intuition? Have you always been really yeah. good at that? You have? Yeah. <laughs> I am, and it's gotten me most of the time, you know, it served me well. There's a few times. Well, I guess it's always served me well. It's taken me to some places where I've gotten myself into some trouble. But, you know, obviously I needed to learn those lessons. You know, my higher self was like, all right, well, we're going to go here now. So are you ready? <laughs> you know? So yeah, my intuition has always, I mean, that's how I got the photographing the dolphin job, you know, just. Tell us about that. So I have a sister who is developmentally disabled and she lives in a group home. And I was, when I first started photography, about 20 years ago now, um, I used to photograph her at her programs. I would put, I like to do documentary style. I was always attracted to the documentary style photographers. So I used to photograph her at her programs and um, at the group home and the YMCA and stuff. And I made connections with other group homes and I would photograph other of the residents. Well, it was starting to get repetitive after a few years. It's like the same photos, the same kind of work, the same kind of thing. So I had wanted to expand to therapies, like animal therapy, like hippotherapy. And it just so happened, <laughs> it just so happened. I was watching the Discovery Channel and I saw a program where they did dolphin swim for, with developmentally disabled and handicapped kids in Florida Keys. Now, the Florida Keys and Key Largo is only 80 miles from me, so it's not far. So I saw the guy, Dr. Nathanson, and I was totally intrigued. So I wrote him, see, I hand wrote him a letter and I mailed it to him and I introduced myself, told him what I did. And I said, I would love to come down and uh, observe. And if you allowed me to, to photograph a little, blah, blah, blah. Well, he responded. He wrote me back. <laughs> he wrote me back and said, I mean, it's not like we didn't have access to email. I just, it wasn't as, this was, when did I start with them? I started with them in 2000. So it's not that long ago, you know. Um, He told me to contact the woman who is in charge of the media. Come down. I went down. I went down a handful of times. I connected with the families. They really liked me. He liked the way that I photographed because I was very non-intrusive. I mean, I have probably... I don't know, 50,000 images from those years there, maybe even more. And I want to do a book on that at some point. Um, 
And I'm, I was married, just an observer. I was sitting, it was like, it was watching them doing the therapy and, and all that stuff. So he invited me to lunch one day and offered me a full-time job. And wow. I had a gallery at that time. I had a photography gallery in Hollywood. And I said, um, I couldn't miss this opportunity because I had always wanted to, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a marine biologist and work with dolphins. Oh, wow. And, and, and I tell that story in my workshops. It's the, the universe sometimes supplies you with something better. I mean, life just took over and I wasn't encouraged by a teacher. And so I never went into marine biology, but I was totally obsessed with dolphins and Jacques Cousteau when I was a kid and wanted to be a marine biologist. And here I am now, fast forward so many years and an opportunity presents itself that I get to work with dolphins and do photography. So the universe did give me my manifestation mm -hmm. because it was really more about the dolphins than the marine biology part of it. And I worked there for seven years every day. I got to spend time with the, the animals. So it was really, it was really, I cherish that experience. Yeah. It was magical. That's awesome. So for like the people who have more interference in their brains, <laughs> sometimes like I'll hear, okay, well you were offered the job, but did you have to move or did you drive all that way? Like what happened to make that a reality? Yeah, so I had a gallery in Hollywood, Florida, and I had a house, and I was living with my boyfriend at the time, and I said, okay, this is too important, I can't pass this up, but I didn't, wasn't ready to close the gallery yet, so that first year, I worked out a program with him where I was only there three days a week, and I stayed at a dolphin trainer's house, I rented out the room, he paid for it, and he paid me a salary, so I was there part-time the first time, and then... Um, you know, as things happen, I closed the gallery and then the following year I moved there. Yeah. So I, I, I got out of the house and I moved there and I was there full time. Nice. Yeah. So you negotiated. <laughs> I was like, there's no way that I'm not taking this. I will make this work whatever I have to do. Yeah. Cool. Even if I had to drive every day. Mm -hmm. I would have done that. I mean, it was hard. The, the, you know, this is when we weren't on digital yet. I was still doing film. So I had to do the photos, drop them off, get the negatives, print out the pictures. I was doing books for all the families. It was a lot of work, mm. <laughs> but it was worth it. I was so, so tan. Oh my God. <laughs> it was so dark. Yeah. When you were going to, you know, when you saw the television program and you had the idea to write them in the letter, did you have any doubts in your mind before you sent it? No. no, you just went on pure excitement. I was on pure excitement and I was like, I have, and I wasn't thinking of a job. Like that didn't, right. even, that wasn't even in my vision. I just thought I have to go and see this program. I have to, you know, especially because of, you know, like I said, I have a sister who's developmentally disabled and just seeing the therapy and then, you know, expanding my own photography work. I was like, this is such a perfect opportunity and it's right in my backyard. How could I pass this up? So it worked out, worked out great. Did you tell him that all of that in your letter, like about your sister and how yeah. you've been photographing her? Okay, cool. Yeah, I shared with him, you know, why I was doing what I was doing, that I was a fine art photographer, doing documentary, working with the, you know, um, the developmentally disabled community because of my sister. And yeah, so I gave him the whole background. Mm -hmm. Awesome. 
Yeah, I was so shocked when he offered me the job. I was like, <laughs> there was another photographer that they were outsourcing there at the time. Mm. And she was she was a local photographer who had a studio and this was one of her part of her business. So they paid her as a subcontractor, but he wanted an in-staff photographer. And she was, I mean, she was, you know, not available to really do that. I mean, she could have, I think, but she wasn't so available. And she was a little older and it was very hard on the, I have to say it was really hard on the body because you're outside all day, you know, you're in the sun, the heat, you know, so you have to be in, you know, pretty good physical condition to handle it. Because I mean, if at the time, I mean, oh my God, I, I was outside like six hours a day, every day in Florida, which is ridiculously hot in the yeah. summer. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. But I wouldn't so, change it. Yeah. Like how did that change you being in that environment around the dolphins and the therapists and the children and the families? Oh my God. I swear I was the only photographer. So I had a lot of, um, I could never get sick. <laughs> I mean, it worked out well because we had 10 weeks off in the winter because the water is a little too cold for the kids. Um, so we would have 10 weeks off um, over the holidays. So it, was, it worked out well. And you could you could set up your salary like a teacher where you could get paid throughout the whole year or you could take it, you know, in the nine months or whatever. So I was okay with that. But it was it was. I, I loved it. I loved every, even when I didn't like it because I was exhausted, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved the, the families. In fact, some of the families I'm still friends with and I see on Facebook. Um, I loved the experience with the animals. I, I, I got to see um, two births, uh, two live births. Um, I got to understand their personalities and the way they related to each other as a group and their families. And it's a matriarchal society. Um, <clears throat> I got to see and so much. Yeah, it was, it was, it, I cherish it. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's why when postcards came and I thought how important it was, I'm like, I, you know, I had this amazing experience and then it ended and I have to create something else that's just as amazing and better for, for you know, in a different, in a, in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. So kind of in the same vein, I want to talk about the transformation of the people that you work with now. So when you are helping these people connect with what it is that they really desire, what happens to them? Well, um, I noticed for the people, you know, there's, there's, you always, you get this, you get the, um, you get some of the people that I have to say, some are just the Debbie Downers that they just, it doesn't matter what insight you offer. It doesn't matter what, you know, proof you show them or other people's stories, you know, they're in their own negativity and they can't get out of their own way. And you have, you have some of those people, but most people just come in and a lot of people are like, Oh, well, this is fun. This is creative. And they sort of like take it like with, you know, light and, and, and you don't hear back from them. But then you have the group of people that are waking up 
You know what I mean? Like they're becoming more conscious and they're starting to, it's something about it feels right to them. You know, they don't necessarily understand why they think, okay, you know, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I know I need to be doing this because I want my life to be, you know, whatever it is that they want their life to be. They want an expansion in a certain area. So usually those are the ones that keep in touch with me, get back with me, you know, kind of like I say my tribe, you know, you have your tribe, right? You know, mm-hmm. you have people that are like, like doing kind of similar things and they love to share. And that's why, that's why I see the book as, you know, the ultimate book is their real stories. I want their story with their postcard and how they shifted and what shifted for them. Because I think that's what's really going to help people. Yeah. And I know the longer I do it, the more stories I'll collect, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, it was one of those things. It's like something you just got to keep working. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Awesome. so how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about all of these amazing things? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really easy to find. So if you Google, all you have to do is Google postcards to the universe and you'll find me. You'll find my website, I'm on Facebook. Um, I have Postcards to Universe on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. And oh, on Instagram, I, I'm going to do, starting in August, August is going to be Abundance Month, I'm going to do a giveaway, photo challenge giveaway. So um, for every month, I'm going to do a new one and I'm going to pick a theme. And at the end of the month, I have a gift. And it's going to relate to what that theme is, abundance or whatever is the first one as a giveaway for the person who follows the rules, which is basically follow me, like, and I want people to photograph and I want people to contribute. So they're going to have to create a picture about abundance and they're going to have to hashtag. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Yeah, so, I know we just connected on Instagram today, so I'll definitely <laughs> I went to Barnes and Noble yesterday and I got some cool goodies. Nice. <laughs> yeah, because I, you know, I, I'm trying to think about, all right, how do I get my name? How do I get postcards out there? How do I get more people who want to play and who want to do something and want to contribute? So I'm really looking and I know Instagram seems to have like just taken off, you know? I mean, I love Facebook. I love the engagement with Facebook. It's a different kind of engagement. But but as far as doing the photo challenge, I thought, well, Instagram's the place to do that. Absolutely, yeah. And since your work is so visual, it's perfect. Yeah, and then I'm I'm curious to see that what people will look at as from from their own perspective that represents abundance for them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, August will be abundance and September will be like self-care or self-love. So I'm going to try to like, you know, use the first letter of the month to figure out a theme for that month kind of thing and make it fun. Awesome. Yeah. So Melissa Caprio and Postcards to the Universe, people can use those to find you online. Yeah. Is there any kind of words of wisdom or, or things you've learned that you want to leave people with? Words of wisdom. Um, I guess the thing I would say is take action and have faith. Just take a step, even if it's a small step, every day for whatever it is that you want to bring into your life. It doesn't have to be big. Just something small. Take a little action. Because the universe is watching, it's responding, and it, it, it will meet you. You just have to have faith that it's coming. 
I love that. And you're such a good example of taking action. Thank you. Yeah. It's amazing. I love how fluid you are and how you just, you know, follow your excitement. It's like, you have so much fairy energy. It's all like play and the dolphins are all about play too. So definitely not surprising that they've been in your life. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll give you a quick, I'll turn my thing. So you see the pictures? Yes. The travel oh. right there that I get to look at every day. That's yeah. so great. Yeah. My little gallery wall. So it reminds me of all the things I love, you know, art, photography, and all my stuff that I get to look at every day. So it's kind of a constant reminder. That's you know? cool. That's your big <laughs> remembrance postcard. <laughs> my big, huge vision board. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much, Rachel, for asking me and for being on my show last week. It was great. Well, thank you. And I'm, I know people will really enjoy this. Uh, thanks so much. Mm -hmm. okay. Thank you so much for watching. If you're new to Intuitive Art and you've never done it with me, go to intuitiveartacademy.com for your free class. You'll learn how to have a conversation with your higher self in three easy steps. That's intuitiveartacademy.com. And if you're already a pro or you've done the free class and you want to learn more about creating abundance from your purpose, go to workyourpurpose.com and you'll watch a free video series all about what it takes to create a purposeful income from doing what you love. All right, enjoy and I will see you later. Bye-bye.